Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. I'm thrilled to be here again on my own podcast, feeling grateful. As I said in my last episode, you know, it's really amazing that I have this platform and that I'm doing something that brings me joy. Now that fits in very well with what I want to talk about in today's episode, which is purpose. Living with purpose, finding your purpose, this kind of thing. Okay, and I just want to start the episode by saying everything I say in in all my podcast episodes, but especially this one, is posed as a question. It's me ruminating on these subjects, thinking out loud, reflecting, self-reflection, self-therapy almost. Well, very much so. So I'm offering this episode especially as a sort of question. Okay, I want to start with a question. What makes you truly happy? What in life gives you like a true feeling of ecstasy, like the the happiest that's possible for you to feel? Think about that for a while, because I was asked this question a couple of years ago and an answer immediately came into my head. I was like, well, making people laugh makes me feel really like the best feeling I can have. And it it might sound silly to some of you. I don't know. You know, you're probably laughing out loud at that now, in which case I've, I've achieved my aim. I love making people laugh. But the thing is, is that what does that mean? You know, what if you unpack that, what is that? And I've thought about it and I thought about it at the time and it really is, it's having an impact on someone or or helping others. You know, nothing brings me greater joy than being able to cheer someone up or being able to lift someone up. And so my way of doing that is, or what, what brings me great, great joy is through communicating and being of service to that person and helping that person by making them laugh. Okay, so think about that. Think about that for yourself. What makes you truly happy? I have a friend that that was there with me at the time when someone asked me that question, and her answer was sex. So that might be your answer. I have a sneaky feeling that's not her true, true, true answer from like deep down in her heart, you know? But who's to say that that's not the answer? I'm not here to tell anyone what your answer should be to that question. It's just a question. I have my own version of that question that I can ask, actually, which I think maybe gets down to the nitty gritty of the purpose aspect of what we're talking about here. So if you take away all of society, there's no walls, there's no buildings, there's no jobs as we know today, there's no modern society, okay? And we're just sort of like people, just like loafing around, like in the lands, like like animals grazing in the field, you know, like almost like back to basics, the simple life caveman style. And we're all just sort of just bobbing around. I really visualise this in my head a certain way. So I'm I'm really trying to put that across. And people are just doing their thing. Little communities, little families, you know, you're with your friends. You know, there are people around. It's not just you on your own, okay? What are you doing? What's your role in the little community that you're in? This is a really vital question to ask yourself because there's no modern life. There's no... There's nothing, nothing to do apart from the essentials in life. So what would you be doing if you were in that kind of world? Okay, so again, I mean, I'm not talking to someone. I'm talking to you directly, the listener. I'm excited to talk to you. But I don't have someone sitting opposite me. I'm not having a conversation with someone that I can bounce off and have a conversation right now. So I can only offer you what my answer is to that. Okay, so my answer to that, this little way of posing the question I've created 
for me personally is I think I would be sort of like the entertainer, the sort of the jester, you know, <laughs> it's a vital part of the community. I'll have, you know, <laughs> I know some people that are like, well, I, I'm, I think I'm the diplomat, you know, keeping peace between people and, and the communities and the different things, you know, and that's great. So I was like, damn, why isn't mine so good? But okay, the entertainer, again, of service to others. You know, what makes me truly happy? Making people laugh, bringing joy, like having an, having an impact on, on someone or people. That's really what my role would be in the community in, in, in whatever way, shape or form it, it is. You know, whether it's, you know, creating podcasts that people really enjoy or whether it's being a musician that I am, you know, or, or being this sort of semi-comedic person that I believe I am in my head. And, you know, it's up to you to decide whether that's true or not. Take it back to basics. What's your role as this person in life? No modern society. Take that away from your minds. Basics. So being in my late 20s and 28 years old, I'm single and I live at home with my parents. Okay, this is just the reality of my situation right now. God, when I describe it like that, it's kind of difficult to hear. But living with purpose what does that mean for me live the the feeling of having a purpose in my life is very much intertwined with a feeling of fulfillment do you feel fulfilled in what you're doing right now in your life okay um I think that having well if you don't feel fulfilled and if you don't feel like you are living with purpose right now I think the best thing to do is to create a goal do you have a long-term goal? Or at least if you don't have, I mean, I think it's really important to have something that's that's really a stretching kind of goal, a goal that is sort of, that you don't, that isn't possible for you right now. This is the kind of goal that we want in life because it keeps us stretching, like I say, it keeps us sort of improving, improving and, and getting to the next level, the next level to achieve that goal. If you don't have that long-term goal right now, then what about lots of little short-term goals that sort of give you this sense of purpose, that give you this sort of, you know, um, by next month I need to achieve X, Y, or Z. So then once you achieve those things, you feel this little sense of, ooh, yeah, I did that. You get a little bit more confidence and then you go to your next goal, your next goal. So step by step, you are actually achieving and, and feeling fulfilled all the time. Those little goals should really be leading you towards that long-term stretch goal. Okay, but I really do believe that having these kinds of goals in your life give you a sense of purpose. They give you something to live for. Okay, and and each time you achieve something and you can tick it off or whatever it might be for you, you you get this sense of fulfillment. Okay, so these goals and things that you create for yourself, it it, it might not be our true purpose, you know. But by following what we love. I really do believe that we get closer and closer to finding or discovering our true purpose. Okay, like why we're here on this planet kind of purpose. So by following what you love, again, circling back to the question at the beginning, what makes you truly happy in life? If we choose to do these things, step by step, we get closer to living our purpose or living with a purpose at least. We have to talk about identity and our values as a person to, to try and uncover or discover our purpose in life or living with a purpose. I think it's really important 
a nice quote for you, a really good one by the sociologist Charles Horton Cooley in 1902. He said, I am not what I think I am. I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So that's kind of, that's a sort of mind-blowing quote when you first hear that or read that. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. It's crazy. It's so, so true. We base our identity on what we think others think of us. It's just a perception. We make all our life choices using the image of who we think we might be without actually thinking about it. And, and that's what Cooley called the, the, the looking glass self. So we're living in this perception of a perception of ourselves. And as a result of that, we lose our true selves. We lose the sense of our real selves. Okay, because we're always trying to live up to these expectations of others and these values that they put on us. And yeah, that's it's a really interesting one to think about. And, you know, all the self-improvement that we're doing, if it's based on this sort of perception of others of ourselves, then really we're just meeting these ideals of other people and actually not serving ourselves at all. It's just something to think about. Like I said, this whole podcast episode is posing questions, you know, posing questions. How can we recognize ourselves? How can we know what truly makes us happy? I really like this quote from Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Society's definition of a happy life is everybody's and nobody's. The only way to build a meaningful life is to filter out the noise and look within. So that's in answer to how can we recognize our true selves and how do we know what truly makes us happy and that it's not based on these ideals of everyone else and that we're trying to please everyone else so that comes down to sort of our values as a person what are our values like our values no one else's okay so our values are influenced by whatever absorbs our minds and our minds are constantly absorbed being absorbed by social media tv the news just general gossip whether it's like celebrity gossip in magazines or gossip like we hear the people around us talking uh, what else? Uh, the people in our lives, both offline and online. You know, all of these things feed our mind on a daily basis, or hourly or, or sort of minutely basis, if you like. Constant checking of the social media, constant feeding of our minds, other people's opinions, other people's perceptions. You know, so what we allow to be present in our life is shaping what we think. It shapes what we think, what we therefore believe, what we do and ultimately experience. Have you ever questioned if that's what you want or if it aligns with your values? You know, the things that you're thinking and end up doing and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting question to ask ourselves. Are we just influenced by these influences online or the news and society, the, the pictures that they paint for us? How do we actually find out what it is that we want? What makes us happy? One way of doing that is just to clear all distractions. Very, very difficult to do. I've, I've personally been trying to do this over the last few weeks and uh, I get mixed results because sometimes doing these things that are distractions or having these things in my life that are distractions bring me great joy. 
but then you know <laughs> then overthinking comes into it and it's you know with things like this and questions like this and things I'm reading and, and learning about then I ask myself well those things that bring me joy are they actually bringing me joy because I like those things or are they things that I think others think I should like it's almost too much I actually don't want to think about it too, in too much detail but to go through the process clearing distractions like social media like the time that we spend on social media I I've experimented this week with uh, a curfew on my phone um I, I am not going to lie and say that it's been amazing because I've stuck to it or anything and I mean I've I just the idea of having it on my phone has really helped mentally with the idea of how much time I spend on my phone um so if you go I have an iPhone so if you go to settings and go to screen time there's this little setting called downtime and you can basically, it will disable all of your apps and you can obviously enable certain apps to always be available no matter what. Like obviously the phone is always available for, you know, to call someone in an emergency and you can enable, I think it's only iMessages. So WhatsApp doesn't come into this. So that really doesn't help me in this sense, but iMessage you can allow to be contacted by certain people, you know, again, if there's an emergency, that kind of thing. But you can just choose a time, like from 10pm till 10am every day, the phone is disabled, no distractions, you know, and it's quite funny, actually, because uh, another part of the, the settings in, in the phone is that you can, you can put a maximum amount of time that you spend on a certain app. So for example, on Instagram, one hour per day, maximum, you may think that one hour sounds like quite a lot. But actually, I think when you add it all up because it is a total time for the day that's not that much so then suddenly after an hour no more Instagram it's gone now you can override it and just put oh just one more minute or just 15 more minutes or ignore this for the rest of the day so then you still need to have some sort of self-discipline but just having those slight barriers or hurdles in the way it really helps so just recommending go on the settings on your phone and play with that and just you know, it, it gives us a, a sort of mental step away from that kind of distraction, if that's what you feel is too present in your life. How about the people that are in your life? People that don't really share your values. They talk about things that make you feel uncomfortable. They make you feel uncomfortable just with their energy. You know, restricting time spent with people like that, that don't share our values, that don't align with us, that's, that's clearing. That's clearing out. That's doing a spring clean of our lives. And, you know, it's it's not to sort of be rude to anyone or be nasty to anyone. There's no excuse for that. But just gently doing a clean, little sprinkle of cleaning here and there, I think is also a really important thing to do. And just ask ourselves, you know, when you spend time with someone, how does that, how does it make you feel? Do you feel energized or do you feel drained? That's like the biggest way of realizing um, the impact that someone has in your life. So when we start to tune all of these things out, all these external distractions, the external noise, as I like to call it, only then do we begin to hear ourselves. It's like our own inner voice suddenly has space to sort of pop up and say, hello, I'm here. I've been here the whole time, but you've been ignoring me because you've been listening to all this other crap around you. Okay, so we just begin to hear ourselves. And for a lot of, for a lot of us, that kind of silence is uncomfortable. We kind of, we spend our lives filling our lives up with things so that we're not alone with our own thoughts. You know, constant distractions, constantly doing things. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. But, you know, 
when we fill up our lives so much, we leave ourselves no room to reflect. And so then those distractions end up becoming our values by default because we don't know anything else. It's what we've filled our life up with. Another thing, refresh and explore. This is my favorite because this is something I, I have dabbled in before and absolutely loved. I just feel like my spirit is refreshed and I'm back to like high level and everything like that. But, you know, daily life distractions get in the way and then you sort of lose the momentum. Go somewhere new. Do something new at least once a month. I think it's the Dalai Lama that said that. Okay, so that's exploring yourself in a different environment, experiencing yourself in a different environment. How do you react to doing that? You know, that's that follow your bliss kind of thing as well. If, if, you, if you go somewhere and it's somewhere new and you enjoy it, well, okay, that's a little sign. Hello, ding, ding, ding. Keep doing that because that's a sign that that's serving you, okay? Uh, and then the same thing with doing something you've never done before. You know, you might just end up doing something like a pottery class that you think, wow, I loved that. I'm really good at that. And you might end up becoming, I don't know, some sort of boutique little potter that, you know, makes a nice little side hustle by doing that. Or maybe it's the main hustle, but you might find your purpose through pottery. <laughs> Sounds incredible. <laughs> I've never, I've never done any pottery and I would like to try. So perhaps that's something I, I can dabble in. But even if it's not with the aim of finding your purpose, but just the fact that you do something new and fun, that's refreshing yourself. Okay, and this is a way of getting away from those distractions, negative distractions. This is all about finding out who we are, our, our identity, you know, doing something that's really meaningful for ourselves or meaningful to us, like, I don't know, doing a hobby that brings you joy or being of service to others, you know, something some, with a chat, working with a charity or working with old people, being of service to others, that, that, might be really meaningful to you so if you if that's something that you introduce into your life on a regular basis then I think by doing stuff like that you do find meaning in yourself I think being of service to others is the is really one of the most important things that is present in all of our lives but sometimes we don't realize it so I'm a musician now why am I why am I a musician that's a real question well, yes, I love it. But what's the purpose of my music making? Now, circling back to earlier on when I was talking about like what makes me truly happy, helping others. Really, it's helping others, being of service to others, you know, having an impact on someone. I think that maybe, yeah, that might be truer to uh, the true definition of what I mean by helping others. Having an impact on someone. Well, okay. I'm a musician, that's my chosen career path at the moment. So is being a musician in alignment with what makes me truly, truly happy or is my what I perceive as my true purpose in life? Having an impact on others. Well, yes, it does. Because by being a musician, okay, I bring joy to myself because I love it. I love making music and creating music. But what does that do for others? Well, okay, I play two people regularly you know audiences weddings events to family and friends so they enjoy it they are experiencing the listener experiences something okay and that's a positive thing so I'm having an impact on them you know sometimes I think you know I play for a lot of weddings 
you know, is that really what I want to be doing? I think for a lot of classically trained musicians, that's the kind of snootiness that's sort of put into us. Oh, well, we're supposed to be performing to large concert halls and serious music. I love playing for weddings. Once I realised that I was part of someone's happiest day of their life, and I was part of that, I love it. What greater joy is there than to bring joy to someone in the form of doing something I love and having an impact on their day or their their life? You know, if I could say that, I don't know. So ask yourself that question. Your chosen career path as it stands right now, does it align with the question I asked at the beginning of this episode? What makes you truly happy? Or my version of that, take away all society, all buildings, all everything, and you're just sort of sitting here, you're just there, and there's lots of other people just around, getting on with business, little communities here and there, the simple life, back to basics. What is your role? Is what you're doing right now bringing you joy? And is it serving a purpose? I think ultimately, everything is, is, is of service to others, ultimately, but... Does it bring you joy first and foremost? So that's my little take on purpose, living with purpose, finding out our purpose, identity. Who are we? Who do we want to be? Truly ourselves, not based on anyone else or any other society's ideals or what we've learned is what people want us to be like. What actually serves you? Quite a heavy episode there. You know, I'm, I'm smiling because this is the kind of subject that it's, it's unanswered. For a lot of people, it's unanswered. We might think we have the answer. I don't know. But it's, it's actually quite exciting to think, well, you know, if you haven't found your purpose yet or you're not sure, you've got it to find. That's an exciting discovery that you're, you're yet to make and you're soon to make it. I think that's really a really positive way of thinking about it. You know, instead of thinking oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing in life. Where am I going? What am I doing? Start with the very first thing. Ask yourself those questions. What makes you truly happy? What's your role in life? Doesn't matter about society as it is right now. Just in life, life we're living. Have a goal. Do you have a goal? A long-term goal. Little short-term goals that make you feel like, yeah, you have a purpose this week or today you have a purpose. This year you have a purpose. You are working your way towards such and such. Every time you achieve these goals, you feel fulfilled. Like, yeah, I've done that. Okay, what's next? Before you know it, you're well on your way to having a purpose and living with purpose. Okay, well, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for being open-minded. These are all questions. Everything I say in my podcast episodes, it might feel like I'm telling you but I'm not I'm I, I guess I'm telling myself I'm posing questions just think of everything I say as like a question mark you know what makes you truly happy do you have a goal you know this kind of thing I mean well those are actual questions but anything else I say is also a question and whether we come up with an answer or not I don't know but nevertheless I'm grateful for you being here and for listening to this episode on purpose and I can't wait to speak to you in the next episode Thank you.